This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aaron's daughter found the present stash. We've got gifts for you, too. Oh, look at that segue. Chris Mack in for Joe O alongside Ed and Aaron today. Here on L Daily. Look at you. Uh, including our two-minute drill, which is uh, about 40 minutes away. Lightning bets before we wrap things up. I got one that I'm all I see what you did there. The <laughs> Yeah, it's that De Niro gif where he's just pointing at Billy Crystal. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, I see yeah, what yeah, you yeah. did there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> our favorite college football plays of the weekend as well. We got to talk primetime games coming up in about 20 minutes. Chiefs, Packers, Bengals, Jags. We'll get to the Browns and Rams uh, in just a couple of minutes if we have time. But there's a lot to unpack about what is the best game of the week. Feels like Every week, Philly is involved in the best game of the week. They are again this week. NFC Championship game rematch. 10-1 and Eagles hosting the 8-3 and San Francisco 49ers. And they are home dogs, the Philadelphia Eagles. Niners laying three as they come east. They've won three in a row. Brock Purdy is healthy this time around. And the Eagles, everything just seems to break their way, right? Broke their way last week in the overtime win against the Bills. Everything goes their way just when they needed to. Does the luck run out? Has it been luck? Or is this the way Philly is built to win ball games? Ed, I don't know. But you're talking about one of the best third down and fourth down offenses in the league, if not the best when we talk fourth downs, definitely, with the tush push. Um, and you're talking mm-hmm. about one of the least third down Least efficient, I'm sorry, I should say, defenses on third down. The Niners have been sneaky, shaky on third down. That's one of those key components to this one that I have an eye out for. It is interesting when you look at, say, some of the volatile offensive statistics, which can be fourth down conversion right now with the Eagles and the tush push. Like, it's become unstoppable to the point where maybe it's the most dominant play in all of professional sports at this rate. In which case, okay, normally something that is volatile is quite consistent, and that's fine. Third down numbers can also be volatile in that, okay, you're sort of limiting things to one down in terms of your glimpse versus early down numbers, first and second, where you don't necessarily get forced into having to move the sticks and you have a much larger sample size, those kinds of things. Definitely when you're evaluating an overall offense, I think early down rate can be a little bit more predictive of what to expect going forward. And I think that's one of the reasons why 
if I'm not taking the Niners on the side, I am taking them to go over their team total of 24 and a half. And I think that's probably a better look than, say, the side here, in large part because, and this is something that John Daigle discussed earlier in the show, what is it about this Eagles secondary and coverage that leads you to believe that they can cover everybody? When everyone is healthy for the 49ers, you're talking about Brandon Ayuk. You're talking about Debo Samuel. You're talking about George Kittle. You're talking about a bunch of other guys who don't get a whole lot of recognition, but some able somehow they're able to come through in the clutch because Brock Purdy is a fairly darn good quarterback. So all of this depth that they have at receiver and tight end, I think matters a great deal here when handicapping this game that this Eagles secondary, how are you supposed to trust them at this rate? Yeah, they were great last year. But coverages can be volatile from one season to the next. And we're seeing that in Philadelphia. There's not a whole lot that I think Philadelphia can do scheme-wise to contain Brock Purdy. Can't play man. Purdy has the second highest passer rating against such setups. Can't play zone. Purdy has the highest passer rating against such coverages. Can't assume one decision with play action because the looks are oh so good. Like Christian McCaffrey, great after contact. And the passing game is great after play action. So whatever the Eagles will try and do, the 49ers have an answer for. I love how this offense has come together, and I think that's what's going to shine in this ballgame, Aaron. Yeah, when the Niners have their star players, they don't tend to lose games, you know, and that does worry me. But with the Eagles at home, I think they're going to squeak out another win. And I think Jalen Hurts is better than Brock Purdy, at least in this matchup. Give me one more win with the Eagles. It's a plus money banger. Plus 136 (laughs) Eagles money line. Plus money banger. You know what else is a plus money banger? If we're talking number one seed and you believe in the Niners to pull this off in Philly, that is completely wide open all over again if the Niners can beat the Eagles this weekend. They're 4-1 to one right now for the number one seed. They're the only team that really, mm. you know, Cowboys 13-1, to one, Lions back there at 20-1. to one. Now, both of those teams would be brought back into the discussion as well, especially Dallas now that they've won this week. And uh, the Eagles, were they to lose, the number one seed conversation, Ed, is wide open. It sounds like you're leaning Niners, so I got to ask, are you also thinking about a future on Niners for the number one seed at four to one? The problem, though, is the Cowboys are still lurking. And it's funny, this seems Mm -hmm. to be like a theme. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it does seem like when we're talking about futures that we kind of want to isolate it to one of two possibilities. But the truth is, it's not late enough in the season to where we can do that. There is a third, maybe even a fourth candidate in some of these futures markets that you have to consider, maybe not even to place a bet on, but just to think that they can play the role of spoiler. And you still have to come up with a probability to figure out if that spoiling can happen. And to me, the Cowboys are still very much in the mix to get that one seed. Look, I know it was a tough game against the Seahawks, but they still won it. And every team's going to have tough games in some way, shape, or form. Like, we're talking about other defenses that may look vulnerable at times. It is entirely possible, as much as we might love this 49ers defense, for instance, that Jalen Hurts can do some good things. Like, we love the Hurts to Brown connection. We love what this rushing game can do in some key spots with Swift. So it's possible this could be a higher scoring affair. can totally see that happening. 
It's also possible that the Ravens defense will have to be in some games where they don't look oh so effective. So sometimes that just happens with defenses where they're just due for bad contests. And some quarterbacks are due for bad games as well. But if you're still winning them, at some point you have to respect that. And I think with the Cowboys and a game that was mighty close against, I think, a good team in Seattle. By the way, the Eagles do have to play the Seahawks on the road So that might be a scrappier game than some might believe. This is something where the Eagles, yeah, they've got some easier games, but against the Cowboys, when they're rested on Sunday night on the road and then on the road in Seattle, there are more than a couple of places where the Eagles can trip up. Aaron, I'm looking at rushing props right now. I see Jalen Hurts, 43 and a half. I see Debo, 11 and a half. McCaffrey, 71 and a half. Where are you looking at props for this one? Hmm. God, I'm trying to decide because this is like obviously such a it's like an NFC championship potential preview game with two mm-hmm. MVP candidates. I'm like, we've got to go get some props in this one. I know, Ed, you and John Daigle were talking about Ayuk. Um, I haven't really decided on any props yet. I would definitely take Ayuk here in large part because when you look at this Eagles defense, uh, Pursumer Sports, they have a plus four and a half percent pass rate over expected, which means that they're going to try and stop the run here. They're going to try and contain Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey and say, "Okay, you need to have Brock Purdy beat us. It's not going to be because of CMC. And in some ways, that makes sense, right? Like if you were to power rank overall talent, you might say Christian McCaffrey is number one, and that's fine because his pass catching is also really good. So if this is all about Brock Purdy having to beat the Eagles, well, doesn't that mean Brandon Ayuk has to be the guy? Like, doesn't he have to shine as wide receiver one? And his number at 59 and a half receiving yards at minus 115, I love the over in that spot because when Debo Samuel is healthy, that probably helps Ayuk more than it does Debo. And perhaps it's just a simplistic view of things, but I do feel like that the Purdy to Ayuk connection, especially over the middle, that's how the Niners probably win this game. Man, the the Eagles have just been absolutely shredded on the ground the last couple of weeks too. Gave up 173 to the Bills, 168 to the Chiefs. I think that makes the McCaffrey prop a little bit more interesting. Like you make a great point. They're going to sell out to try and stop the run, Ed, but will they actually stop Maybe the they run? they can't. Yeah, Maybe exactly. they just can't. Yeah. Gosh. So, and that's the problem. Is that like, how many you to put in the box there? Yeah. Right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 43 and a half for Jalen Hurts rushing just seems so high. It does. Some of these props are for this game are tough to figure out. His passing 241 and a half. I mean, I could almost see a situation where maybe the Eagles get out gained, but they still win the game in just ugly fashion. Because I would even think under 241 and a half for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because the that's the way they win games this year. Fourth down 49 times. That's how he gets to the prop. One yard at a time on fourth down. 
49 for 49 on fourth down conversion attempts. That's how the Eagles do it. Yeah, 65 on the ground against Buffalo, 29 against Kansas, 36 against Dallas in the last three weeks for Jalen Hurts. This is going to be... This is going to be the best game of the week. Um, I, I hope it lives up to the hype. At the very least, we know the Niners, uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood, will have their quarterback for this one. And having a quarterback is important, as we saw in the NFC Championship game. Uh, real quick, let's touch on Browns-Rams for just a minute because Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward still haven't practiced yet this week. Uh, the Browns are getting three and a half on the road at SoFi. I don't, this, is, this is a weird spot for me, Ed, because... Matt Stafford is just – it feels like we're, we're just watching him play out the string. But with no Garrett, no mm-hmm. Ward, maybe there's some opportunity here? There, there certainly can be, and I certainly understand that one. And I think if you are going to back Stafford in some way, maybe it's all about just taking the over in this game. And I get, like, on the other side, like, that's a very dangerous proposition. But when you look at what the Rams did in that last game, it was all about the outside runs with Kyron Williams, right? Like, I think that does alleviate a little bit of the pressure as far as the passing attack because they really only go to two guys. That's really all they try and do. And it is still effective. And without Denzel Ward, it can be because there probably is a mismatch with one of your two key receivers. Yet at the same time, I also think that, look, if the Browns are all about just not making mistakes with whomever is at quarterback, then all right, fine. They find enough field goals to make this interesting, but then this goes over the total. Rams minus three and a half. I like it. I think this is a different Rams team with Kyron Williams involved in the Miles Garrett thing. I need more information. I think he might be more banged yeah. up than we think. That That's a good so. point. If Garrett can go, though, Browns is an ugly dog. Yeah, three exactly. And a half. Uh, I got a number mm-hmm. I absolutely love in Chiefs Packers. We'll talk Sunday night football in the other okay. primetime game as well. Coming up next right here on BetQL Daily. <laughs> 